You are now listening to Pursuit Cast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Pursuit Cast, the podcast of Pursuit NYC. And today we have a special guest. Um, a good friend of mine, someone I look up to and value. Um, I call him the gatekeeper of the region. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome Pastor Sam Choi. What's up, Sam? Hey, Sam. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, it's a privilege to uh, yeah just take a moment to sit down and, and share what God's doing in Jer- in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, thank you for being with us today and. Uh, yeah, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, those who might not know you. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, yourself. My name is Sam Choi. I am. I currently serve as a pastor in New Jersey at Bethany United Methodist Church um, as a worship pastor. Um, uh, along with that, I also um, uh, do regional ministry uh, with two organizations. One is called uh, New Jersey Youth Pastors Network, or NJYPN. And the other is Worship as One, uh, which is uh, the main main ministry that I, I focus on. Um, I am 33 years old. <laughs> I like to take long walks on the beach. No, um, I'm already taking. I'm actually going to be getting married um, in July of this year. So looking forward to that. Yes. Um, I like sports. And... Your, your Niners lost. I know. I'm a, I'm a, a diehard Niners fan. And uh, it's, it's been hard, but, um, you know, there's a purpose for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I know that um, one of the biggest ministries your focus is worship as one. Um, you know, I've had the privilege to partner with you guys in the past with, with, with retreats and revivals and, and things like that. But um, can you tell us a little bit more in depth about, um, I guess, you know, the why, the why behind Worship as One, the purpose, the vision, um, what what it's all about. Yeah, um, definitely. Worship as One, I think it started back in 2008, and it was actually when I was still living in Maryland. Uh, a friend of mine named Sam Lim, um, who's also lives in New Jersey, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, we had just gone through um, experiences with our home churches where we had been hurt, and we were just kind of coming around from that and healing. And as we were taking a look at a lot of the churches, um, the Korean churches that that we saw and we were part of, we just saw that there was a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of division. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam just started sharing about uh, churches in, in the North Jersey and like the New York City area and the boroughs and uh, just finding out that there's so many churches and a lot of them had, had come about because of splits. Mm-hmm. And so as we began to pray into those things, the Lord just began to release a vision to us about unity and how uh, he began to show us pictures of uh, small gatherings of students. Um, It would start small and continue to grow. And it's in these gatherings that uh, students would get healed, like in every way. God would release uh, a presence of a healing presence, but also that he would uh, begin to show the students that uh, unity is more than a church name. It's more than a building, but it's actually a people. Mm, and so okay. that's when we, that's how it kind of started. And our, our heart and focus has, has really been, our vision and purpose, if you want to say, has been unity. 
We want unity. Um, we believe God's uh, bringing the church and our time into an unprecedented unity, uh, the likes that no one has ever seen before. Yeah. Um, where we would be united and there would be there wouldn't be any competition, but in, in, instead there would be a partnering and churches actually working together. If you can imagine, um, maybe even churches within a one mile radius. If you want to draw a circle and those churches getting together and, and praying into the God, heart of God and what he wants in the community, um, locally, uh, even like regionally and globally, um, and begin to share resources and, and things like that. Uh, that's kind of been the vision, unity, healing, uh, revival. Uh, we believe that God wants to bring revival and that the container for that revival uh, in, it includes unity. Without unity, there can be no revival. Yeah. So no, that's cool. I mean, I mean, in my experiences uh, working with you guys as worship as one, I mean, I think one of the awesome things for me to see is even the makeup of the worship team. You know, it's it's different people from different churches, different backgrounds, but they're coming together to serve. You know, that vision of unity, which is uh, you know awesome to really see. Um, but yeah, and with. Worship as one. I know that you guys have been um, putting a lot into Hosanna, which mm -hmm. is, you know, I guess you guys help coordinate it or? Yeah, in the past, uh, NJYPN, New Jersey Youth Pastors Network, um, was in charge of it. But last year, they actually handed it off to us as they, uh, the, the direction of their ministry focused, uh, began to change focus to ministering to ministers. And our heart was really bringing the region together through events. Mm -hmm. And so um, they handed that off to us last year. So this is kind of like, I guess, um, our second year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those who've grown up in this region, this area in New Jersey, Hosanna's been around forever, like 30 plus years, I think. Wow. And uh, many people actually have been saved from what I've heard, been called to ministry um, through this event. And, you know, our heart is that we would continue uh, to steward what God has given to this region through Hosanna, mm -hmm. uh, just a, a, an opportunity for churches to gather, and not just churches and believers, but opportunity for uh, unbelievers uh, or people just searching to come and, and hear the gospel message and encounter the presence of God, uh, to be renewed, to be delivered, to be healed, to be saved, most of all, um, and to know, know the Father's heart, to know Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm. Um, and of course, all wrapped up into that, um, is this understanding of unity that as they're there worshiping together that they see wow this thing is so much bigger than just me and my church yeah uh, this is all of us together it's an idea and I guess if I could say that um, even for worship as one it's not so much the name worship as one but it's the idea of unity mm -hmm. um, so we want to help to bring use events like Hosanna to bring the region to a place where um, this becomes the paradigm now. This becomes mm -hmm. a standard. Yeah. Not the anomaly or not the exception, but unity is mm. a standard. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, yeah. as you were just speaking, I was just thinking, you know, Hosanna isn't necessarily the a name of an event, but it's it, it it's it's the cry of a region. Mm. You know, it, it's it's the rally of all the local churches together standing in unity. Um, yeah, I mean that's cool. So. Um, this year, the theme is shine. 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 Um, 
Can can you elaborate the story behind that? Yeah, you know, the past few years, um, even though we haven't necessarily had the ownership of or the stewardship of Hosanna, uh, we've been kind of taking a certain trajectory and we focused on um, uh, who God is, the Father's heart. We focused on our identity. Mm -hmm. uh, we focused on what it means to trust God. And so this year, this fourth year, kind of as we've been a part of Hosanna, our heart is really the question, what does it mean? What does it look like to shine? Mm. What does it mean that we're children of the light? Uh, what, what is our calling? What is our purpose? And so, you know, a couple passages that have come to our heart as we were praying and just asking the Lord was um, Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. And the other one is in Matthew 5, where... It talks about a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Mm. Um, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl, but it's put on a stand so it gives light to everything in the house, in the room. So that's that's kind of the, uh, the focus or uh, the heart behind the theme this year, Shine. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love it that in a way it's challenging when, when Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Mm. You know, he doesn't say, you know, go through these steps, these procedures, you know, <laughs> yeah. five steps to how to be the light. And he says, that's who you are. And, and I think it's about, um, in, in a way, empowering them to, like you said, identity. No, this is who you are. This is who Jesus says you are. Yeah. It, it's Christ in you, um, the hope of glory. So that's cool. So when is Hosanna this year? <laughs> Hosanna is March 15th. Mm -hmm. It's Saturday. There's two sessions. It's 1 to 4 p.m. There's going to be a dinner break and then 6 to 10 p.m. And so this is a little departure from the tradition, which has been, at least the past few years, has been two nights. Um, and due to circumstances that are out of our, out of our control, we've had to bring it to one one day. Mm. Uh, but we believe that even in that one day, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be really good. A God-filled day. A God-filled day, yeah. Cool. So... Um... You, do you need to get tickets? Like, how, how do people sign up? Um, well, we recommend that you register online. You can go to Worship as One, the number one, um, instead of the word, worshipasone.com. And as you're on there, you can register your church. Um, we there, it's, it's for free, but we do suggest a $12 per person donation. And we suggest this because pretty much Hosanna runs on donations. Mm. from the churches and, and individuals and without those donations pretty much we can't operate and so we really we highly suggest uh, that donation um or even more if you'd like yeah. <laughs> so cool cool that's yeah. awesome so worship as com. more information there as well and yep. awesome um who, who who's coming to speak uh, who's ministering yeah pastor um i have a good friend of mine his name is pastor byung ham He's from Maryland, and any of you guys who may be familiar with Maryland, kind of that tri-state area, Baltimore, um, uh, I'm sorry, Virginia, Maryland, D.C., um, he's well known there. Um, he's just a man of God, a man of integrity. Uh, he has a little bit of um, <clears throat> a city flavor. Um, so for those of you guys who are a little bit more from the city, urban uh, context, um, he definitely has that kind of flavor and, but he's, he's, he's real, he's real and down to earth. That's cool. Um, and he always brings it. He, he's just a lover of God. And for those of you guys who come, uh, you guys, you guys going to have an amazing God encounter. Awesome. 
and worship as one. Your your team will be doing yeah, worship. The, the team, the 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 current team right now, we have a lot of members in worship as one, the worship side. Um, but the ones that have been helping with Hosanna in the past few years, they'll be leading. Um, Pastor Joe Kang and Pastor Josh Lim, um, they're kind of at the head of, of the uh, the worship team department, and so they'll be bringing it. So uh, you know you're going to get blessed. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I mean, we here at Pursue, I mean, we love you guys. We're, we'll be praying for you, um, lifting you guys up in that. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple of the guys that are, you know, I guess stepping up or well they have been stepping up in the past couple of years and of just doing worship and and for me to see that on the outside where you've, you've kind of passed the baton on you know that that's I think that's a picture of of what you know God has called us to yeah um, and, and I really appreciate that of, of your heart and you know you looking out for me you know my big <laughs> bro and the gatekeeper of the region but yeah I'm, I'm just reminded uh, even now, something I read um, yesterday, actually on Twitter, where it's, uh, it said the Christian faith isn't a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's actually a relay race. Mm. So who are you passing the baton onto? Mm. And, and I just see that you know, at, in your heart, Sam, and, and in worship as one where you know, you're picking the, pretty much the mantle of Hosanna. The, you said the last 30 years and, and you're looking to transition that off to younger leaders and things like that um, and, and, and I guess what, what pushes you to do that because I feel like a lot of times we see Christian leaders you know hanging on too long you know what I mean like mm -hmm. they don't want to give up the power they don't want to give up the, the platform but, but what, what, what moves you I guess yeah you know, for me, I think, uh, for kind of speaking more specifically to those who grew up in the Korean American church, uh, for me, I, I never really had a, a long-term spiritual father or mentor. Mm. Um, and even being in ministry, it's very hard to find someone like that. Um, the Lord has been gracious to send people uh, for short seasons at a time. Um, but long term, there hasn't really been anyone that's that's uh, that had I've had the privilege to run with the whole time, uh, and so with that, there's challenges. There's a lot of struggles. Uh, I think one of the hardest things is you're you're trying to find your identity, uh, and then as you're in ministry, you find that you can't find it in uh, even your calling or even your position uh, as a pastor, but as who you are as a child of God, and as a child of God, I believe He's called us to to. Just like he was, uh, he was a he was a, a king. Uh, he was he was uh, from heaven. He is God, but he humbly uh, bent his knee to wash feet. He humbly came in human flesh to take upon himself our sins, our mm -hmm. iniquities, our penalty, and to free us from that place. And for those of us who are in him, uh, in many ways, we're not the the Messiah. He is the only Messiah, yeah. but as we follow in His footsteps, uh, that we bring the message of the gospel and that we point people to Him, that we bend low and wash feet, and um, we help people to uh, to come to that place where where they're saved, they're healed, they're delivered, and also empowered. Yeah. And so in my heart, um, and, and I know in many others, um, especially uh, the second generation Korean American or the first gen that's grown up here. Uh, that were born here or came over when they were really young. Um, our heart, you know, I believe the heart of the Father is to to raise up uh, 
not just one, but many other spiritual fathers, yeah. raise up leaders, and that we're all supposed to work together, uh, mm. that the next generation can stand on my shoulders, just as I'm standing on uh, my parents' generation's shoulders, so that um, generations after us can go further and farther for the kingdom, yeah. take back more land, and uh, until until he comes back. Yeah, yeah, that's so. cool. Um, is there, I guess, a word of encouragement you would give to people in ministry or or just believers who I guess are looking for a mentor type figure but they're just they just don't have one is you know what 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 kind of encouragement can you give someone like that I I think um a few things come to mind uh, one is that uh, always remember that even if there's not a physical person in front of you that the Lord is always mentoring you mm, he's yeah. fathering you he is your father he's the mm-hmm. heavenly father and uh, in, in ways that you can't imagine, and even in my life, um, he, he just showed me what it means that he loves me. Uh, at times in ways that I understood, but also in times in ways that I didn't understand. Uh, but overall, he is your father. And whether you have a, a literal spiritual father in the flesh or not, um, he will father you. The second is stay hungry. Uh, even if you don't have it, always be looking. Um, they might not be someone who sticks with you or you stick with them for a lifetime. Some of you might have that, um, but the Lord might just bring you to people or bring people to you first season. And that's what the Lord has done for me. And I've just been so thankful. Um, so many pastors, uh, even just like older brothers um, who were there. Um, and, and, you know, in certain ways, even sometimes older sisters who were kind of there to smack me around yeah, yeah, yeah. and teach me what it means to 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 walk in, in biblical manhood and things like that. And so, yeah, that, those are a couple of the things that yeah, have come to heart. No, that's good. I, I think I would also add there, um, you know, don't be afraid to, to go after mm. someone. Yeah. You know, don't be yeah. afraid to ask. And and I remember you and I, we had a conversation just on our own one time of you know, the type of people that, that we love pouring into. It, it, it's not necessarily the ones with the most potential or... Or the most talented, or you know, the more, or even the most gifted. It's just those who are hungry enough and humble enough to just yeah. come and ask yeah. and say, you know, you know, Pastor Sam, you know, that speaks to both <laughs> of us. But you know, you know, can can you speak into this area of my life, or or you know, can can I come with you on this type of thing? And and you know, it doesn't mean it's, you're always guaranteed the answer you want, but I think it shows a lot when people are willing to to ask. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and yeah, I mean, even with that, um, you know, you and I, we're, we're kind of in the works even now of, of setting something up, um, worship as one and pursue just a collab efforts. For those listening, you know, stay tuned. We have something <laughs> coming uh, of where we want to pour into, you yeah. know, yeah. young leaders, yeah. um, whether you're in ministry or not just leaders, you know, leadership is defined by uh, influence, not a position. And those are the people we want to invest in and. And, and come alongside of and help so um but yeah you know as as you know um at pursuit our heart is is revival and we've talked a little bit about that here you know how, how, how would you yourself define revival revival it is the people of god living in uh, agreement living in the reality of his kingdom mm. uh, people who are abiding in him. Um, I think in many ways, culturally, we've reduced revival to a gathering yeah, or even a feeling. 
Um, but really, when, when Jesus died on the cross and rose again, that was revival. Yeah. That was the beginning of something that would never be stopped. And um, what, does, what does revival look like now? Um, I think the biggest thing is just people turning back to God, people living a life of righteousness, seeking to live righteously, not by their own strength, but by His grace. Um, and for many of us, that means repenting first. Um, just even this past weekend, this past few weeks, the Lord's been convicting me of just a, a season of repentance that He's He's going to bring the region into in many mm. churches. And uh, just my heart's been so heavy and grieved. Uh, some of you guys might have felt like that out of nowhere. And I would say it's not just, it might, it might be you, something going on in your life, but if there's nothing really going on, so, uh, sometimes what happens is you feel god's heart and you feel the hearts of others and and god i believe god's really ushering us into a season of repentance mm. and where we turn our hearts back towards him and especially in areas of our lives where um, we we're not aware of or maybe because we become so dulled um, or have tolerated or even compromised for so long that we've forgotten that when we do this or that that it's actually sin mm. and it's actually breaking his heart and i believe god's uh, making us keenly aware of those things again. He's um, he's stirring us up. For some of us, he's shaking foundations um, in, in different degrees. Yeah. Uh, but in all things, I think, you know, he does that because he loves us and he wants, he wants us to be with him, um, to abide in him, to love him, to be loved by him and know that he's the greatest treasure. Yeah. And I think when, when the people of God come around that, um, and pursue him um, yeah just pursue him for who he is and nothing and no one else I think you'll begin to see what uh, revival looks like yeah no yeah. that's good I, I mean I'm one of the thoughts that I've been I've been having and and I even shared this with my church uh, the other day when I was speaking is you know I think when we think of revival we think of you know obviously fire you know we want the fire of God <laughs> we, we want to burn and mm. And I, and I think, you know, as you mentioned, repentance, you know, that the turning of, of our hearts. I think the fire that I feel like God is bringing, it, it, it's, it's, it's like a forest fire where it's, it's powerful. In a way, it's destructive, you know. Um, but at the end, it, it, it's to prune. It's, yeah. it's to it's to burn away the debris it's to burn away all the junk it's to refresh the soil it's to you know create room for more growth yeah and and, and I think you know a lot of people have been praying for fire and, and I think they kind of, I think they might be surprised the type <laughs> of fire they're gonna get um, yeah I mean ultimately for our good you know yeah. obviously for our good but yeah. but I, 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 I've been sensing that as well you know, the same thing that you're sensing that um, but I think it does start with turning to him. You know, it, it's turning to people sold out for the kingdom yeah. of God. Um, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, I I know for for worship as one and for your heart, you know, you said unity. You know, what what, what does unity and revival look like? You know, or, or what's the vision, I guess, that, that if we could paint the picture of the future now of, of unity and revival in this region? I mean, I think... Um... There's a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have all the time yeah. in the day, but, <laughs> but uh, I think some of the things that come to heart right now, um, when you think about unity, I think for a long time, 
And I speak generally, but also specifically into the Korean American church. I think there's definitely overlap depending on, uh, even if you're at a different cultural church, um, uh, that, that there's been so much competition. There's been so much uh, reasons of why we divide and why we disagree and why we split. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, my prayer in my heart, I believe God's heart, is that, 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 that we would come around and have unity in, in the primary things and the things that are most important. Mm. Um, but the secondary things, even, doctor, even in terms of doctrine, that there would be charity. Mm, and that, that we wouldn't use that as a point of, of division, but rather honor one another uh, in our journey because we are, we believe what we believe because of the journey that we've been on, yeah. what we've been through, and to honor what God is doing in each other's lives through that process. And instead of pointing out differences, rather pointing each other to Christ and saying, let's go together, let's oh, see what good. He does. Uh, and, and even in terms of unity, that for us, we, one of the things on my heart personally that as we've been praying over the past few years and um, along with, I'm sure, so many others, we believe that God's arranging the church by regions. Mm-hmm. And it's not just individual churches, but He's arranging it regionally. And that even amongst regions, that leaders amongst leaders are going to rise to lead regions. Um, and there's just going to be a, like you said, like a collaboration yeah, yeah. that has never been seen. And And I think as people see that, not just believers, but... As unbelievers see the love that we have for one another, no. the way that we're willing to forgive and endure and be patient and to sacrifice yeah. uh, and, and to unite rather than divide, they're going to begin to see who God is. They're going to begin to see His heart. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, yeah. I mean Jesus, he, made, he makes it so clear when He says, the world would know mm. you're my disciples when you love one another. Yeah. And, and, and I think it, it was... Um, the church network that Tim Keller is in charge of. Uh, I'm not too sure, but um, I was listening to, to one of the guys speak, and, and it, it, it helped change my mindset, which is to go from a church growth model hmm. to to winning the city model. Hmm. You know, So let's say you, know, you and I, we have two different churches, and, and we're you know, five miles apart. Um, instead of us competing, you know, for who gets the most numbers or the most offering, um, let's say I get ten, but you get ten thousand that Sunday. Um, if if I'm if my mindset is just growing my church, like that leads to division. Yeah, you know that leads to me being envious or or, or jealous or or covetous or you know all kinds of sins and you know junk in my heart. But if I understand, it's to win a city. You know, I could come under you. Yeah. And celebrate as if that's my victory. And I, and I think that's unity. Yeah. You know, where, where um, and, and that's, you know, and I think even doing a podcast, you know, as small as this is, it, it's a step towards that where, you know, you have your ministry, you know, I have, I have my ministry, but yet we come together because we're saying, you know, it doesn't matter which Pastor Sam gets the credit, mm. you know. Mm. We want Jesus to be the Amen. one glorified. Amen. We want Jesus to be the one that gets famous. So, you know, yeah, you and I, we work good. together. We come together like this. And, and and I've always appreciated that about your heart, you know, mm. where, you know, you bring me aside to the things that you're doing and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I guess um, as we wrap up our time here together, what what would be one step, I guess, I guess an individual can do towards unity you know i feel like you know some people might be listening and they're saying 
you know, hey, I have a heart for unity, but, you know, my church is going through this, or, or even my friends are going through this, or my leaders are going through this, and, and I'm just one person, you know, what, what can that person do to, to kind of bring unity, I guess? Yeah, I, I think, um, wow, that's a good question. Um, I think one of the biggest things is uh, forgiving one another. Mm. It's tied into reconciliation and peace, but forgiving. I think uh, we hold we hold a lot of bitterness in ways that we might not even realize. Yeah. And for any of you guys who are listening now, um, if you know that there's bitterness in your heart toward anybody, um, there's relationships that's broken that you're really not praying into or even seeking to reconcile. That you would start there. And you would start there because um, that's the message of the gospel. God came to reconcile us to Him first. And as He does, does that, He calls us to reconcile with others. You know, um, I guess imparting, like I, I, I think about that verse. He says, how can you say you love me who you cannot see when you can't love your brother or sister who's right in front of you? Mm, and uh, so I'm just reminded of that. And I think that's, that's uh, one simple yet... Um, crucial way yeah. to start um, pursuing unity is to yeah, forgive no. and reconcile. Oh, that's good. And and as you're speaking, I, I was just thinking, you know, Jesus, Jesus calls us to be, um, you know, makers of peace, peacemakers, mm -hmm. not keepers of the peace. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think there's yeah. a there's a total difference that's where right. that's good. Uh, to be a keeper of the peace, then you know you're passive. You know, you're not trying to offend anybody. You don't make a stand for anything. Yeah. But to be a peacemaker, you're active. That's right. You know, you take a stand. You you humble yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you pray into things. You know, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. So well, that's good. That's good. Um, and one last question. You know, this is the question that I want to ask everyone as we end this. <laughs> okay. um, you know, how how do you connect to the Father? I know it mm -hmm. it changes in in every season. Um, you know, it's different for every person. But you know, how do you yourself uh, connect to the Father? I think. Um, for me, I think it always starts with a place of worship and the word. Mm. Um, just, I, I don't know if it's because this is just how I was trained or grew up, but um, when I spend time with God, I usually um, turn on some worship music yeah. and I just begin to start worshiping. Um, and then as I'm doing that, I'll, I'll have the word open and I'm just kind of looking to the word a little bit. Sometimes it's the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't go wrong with those two um, and, and for me I think worship is pretty big on my heart because um, I started in church as a worship leader I guess or a musician and you realize that how powerful worship is worship is and a lot of the songs that you sing mm. you worship to they're actually scripture yeah oh, and so good. you get you get the scripture along you know, the word along with the worship and um, for me, that's I can get lost for hours in that, um, and so for me, that's one of the ways that I connect with the Father. Uh, I'm not saying it's necessarily the most important. Mm -hmm. um, and for those of you guys who are big wor big on the Word, I'm not saying it's any be better than the Word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for me, that's just usually yeah. Where it's I just start. personal. It's yeah. just personal. So. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, you know, not to, you know, you know, make it a big deal or mm -hmm. or, or try to. 
you know, brag about you, but I know that I've come to visit your apartment. You know, you live with other guys, and and I've come to hang out with them. And but you know, I hear you. I was like, yo, where's Sam? And you're just worshiping in your room. And 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 I think, you know, that's so important. That that challenges me when I'm when I come. Like, yo, what's Sam up to? And and I hear you worshiping. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, he's 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 keeping it real with the Lord. So and that's awesome. That's cool. Well, um, thank you so much, Sam, for spending some time with us, hanging out with us. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like we said, we stand with you guys. We'll be praying for you. And Hosanna coming up March 15th. 15th. Um, com for more information on that as well. But to the listeners, thank you for tuning in, hanging out with Sam Choi, Sam Juan. Gracias. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we love you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pursuit Cast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.